Hello and welcome to this latest instalment of Out of Office, brought to you by the logistics podcast from SHD Logistics Magazine. Out of Office is an array of special episodes with interviews and insightful features whenever the SHD editorial team are away from their desk. I'm David Trent, Assistant Editor of SHD Logistics and host of today's latest episode, reviewing this year's SHD Logistics Conference held at the historic British Museum in London. The event, held this year on Tuesday the 14th of May, is one of the main highlights in the industry calendar, bringing key influencers across the UK's warehouse and logistics market to discuss pertinent issues in an increasingly important UK logistics market. This year's event, being transforming logistics through technology, discuss how logistics operations can overhaul their warehousing operations to accommodate a technologically centric culture without breaking the bank, or in this corporate context, departmental budget. The National Health Service is the biggest public service organisation in the UK, treating patients at a rate of 1 million patients every 36 hours, equivalenting to 462 patients per minute. To ensure patients receive quality care, a robust supply chain model is paramount in order to funnel through medical supplies to all NHS hospitals, GPs and other medical institutions up and down the country. Procuring equipment to a vast scale is no easy task. The NHS works with as many as 1,000 different suppliers. A simplified approach is needed and in September 2018, informal exhibitions the company which owns SHD Logistics. Own CEO Lord Stephen Carter published a report investigating operational inefficiencies within the NHS amidst concerns of rising operating costs, lifestyle changes and an ageing population, ordering for the NHS to make £2.4 billion of savings in five years, including this in its supply chain operations. NHS supply chain is the NHS's own logistical function. Its supply chain director, Chris Holmes, and head of logistics, James Turpin, were keynote speakers of this year's SHG Logistics Conference, discussing about the NHS's long-term supply chain transformation program. Chris started off by telling the audience about the organization's main intentions of its procurement program, before touching on the organization's future operating model. The NHS, you will see it every day of the week in all of the newspapers, on all of the news programmes around the challenges around the NHS. Ageing populations, rising costs, lifestyle factors, all contributing to the challenges that the NHS faces. Without changes within the NHS, then we are actually not going to be able to continue to provide the excellent service that we do now and actually also equip ourselves for some of the future challenges in health that we'll have coming down the line. The NHS procurement landscape is part of actually delivering the value to the NHS and ensuring that it can provide effective patient care. That landscape has been fragmented for many, many years. And just give you a little bit of a history of, of, of where we've come from in that. So the NHS has had this national provider for a number of years. It was a in-source provider for a while, it was outsourced with a management arm, and now actually it's moved to a different model, which I'm going to come on to talk about, which has been put in place by a, something called the Procurement Transformation Programme. So the Procurement Transformation Project, what, what is it? So it came out of the work that Lord Carter did within NHS Improvement. 
So he did a significant piece of work in the NHS looking at efficiency and how the NHS could improve its efficiency, improve its actual costs and leverage its buying power to d deliver greater value to the NHS. Some of the things that were highlighted in his report, he spoke about there being over 600,000 different products, many of those being the same. A significant variation in product prices brought about by a lack of leveraging of that procurement spend. What came out of that was, in part, was the procurement transformation programme. So a concerted effort by agencies, the Department of Health, working with NHSI and working with NHS England to actually put in place a model that could actually improve the supply chain for the NHS for the next 10 years and beyond. And it had some specific targets around it, and it was really around the delivery of savings into the NHS, delivering that value. One of the big numbers is there is a target of 2.4 billion to be delivered over four years. And what they're trying to do is bring together the buying power of the NHS. Collectively, the NHS should be one of the biggest procurers in the whole of Europe. But because of the fragmented nature that's been in place for many, many years, it struggles to leverage that scale. What Lord Carter said was, we need to look at the products that we buy. We need to optimise the range that we buy. We need to make sure that we give the NHS the best quality product and the choice that it requires, not necessarily the choice that it has at the moment. Because what you have is a proliferation of products. So many, many products that do the same thing may claim to do something slightly differently, but actually giving significant choice to the NHS. So again, not able then to leverage that demand and take that to the market. So that's really at the heart of what Lord Carter is trying to do. He's also implemented many, many in-hospital initiatives as well, which if you ever speak with NHS Improvement or NHS England, they'll speak to you very passionately about things such as what they call the model hospital. And uh, Lord Carter identified key steps and stakeholder engagement and management that needed to be harnessed to actually enable these things to have a chance of delivery. So ensuring that we have really, really good end-to-end -end category management, product optimization, as we spoke about, and ensuring that the NHS is using the products that are best placed to deliver it, the outputs that it requires. And what it needs to do is to work in tandem with all of the agencies that are there who look after the funding, look after the governance, and also have a view around compliance and clinical evaluations, those kind of areas. Very, very important within the NHS that the products that are selected are deemed to be and are absolutely fit for the job that they're there for. And that's something that I'll talk to you about as we go through the model, that we've worked very hard to ensure that's right at the very core of what we do. So the operating model itself, or the future operating model as it was called. So the future operating model took the NHS supply chain model that was in place and basically pulled it apart and then put it back together. So what was in place was a single provider model headed by DHL, who did all of the procurement, all of the logistics, and all of the back office activity that came with that as well. And DHL ran that for a number of years, and DHL did a good job for us in that. When we came to look at that contract as it was nearing the end of its life, and we were getting the outputs of the work that Lord Carter was doing, we started to consider what do we need to do to get a better supply chain model for the NHS, how can we harness this thing that we have, improve upon it, and then deliver those benefits, deliver the value, deliver the savings? And that's where the future operating model design came from. 
So what was done was a lot of stakeholder engagement, looking at what the model should be, how we can drive the right behaviours from service providers that are going to work with us, how we can incentivise them, how we can incentivise our trust, how we can incentivise the suppliers to ensure that collectively when the model comes together, we deliver those benefits that the NHS needs. And the model was split into a number of parts. So we split out the single monolithic model into a procurement operation, what we refer to as category towers, and there are 11 category towers. All of those have a specific product range, so they are focused solely on that product range. And the intent of that is to drive them, not to look at a huge amount of products, which obviously then leads people to have focus in certain areas, but a more restricted range that whereby they can really focus on absolutely everything. James Turpin came onto the stage to discuss NHS's warehousing activities. The NHS has eight warehouse locations in the UK, including a national distribution centre hub in Derby. He started off by telling conference delegates what its change programme entailed. This is no ordinary change programme, if there is such a thing. This was once considered to be a relatively simple solution. We buy products, we sell products, we deliver products. But the reality is here, you know, what we're trying to do is pretty audacious. It's big in scale, uh, and I hopefully my next couple of slides will start trying to present some of that scale to you. And I think the final point just to consider for a moment is it's only just started. Whilst we now have that operating model in place, that is the foundation. We've got a pretty big house to build on top of that, and that's the challenge we face at the moment. There's a question to say, this isn't a step change model anymore. You know, whilst we will have step change improvements, what we're trying to get to here is a continuous development. And arguably, this programme will never end. It will always have something to deliver. And as we move forward, there will always be new challenges and new opportunities to try and leverage the benefit of, of the model that's now in place. So what does all that mean in wheels and sheds and people? Because that's the bit that I get really excited about. I know it's sad, but unfortunately, uh, that's the life of a logistician. So let's just think about who the customer really is here. And the customer is the patient. And that's you and I. That's our families. That's our friends. And the reality is here, you know, the NHS is treating something like one million patients every 36 hours. And just think about that for scale. And I've done the maths. That's around 27,000 patients per hour on average, which works at around 462 per minute are in our NHS at any one time. So when you think about that scale, and I go back to saying this is an audacious programme uh, and it is a big change programme, that's a big draw on a supply chain, which results in us having to make around about half a million deliveries a year and roughly, and I say roughly, I'm sure there's some rounding in here, 10.5 million miles of deliveries. So we start thinking about that draw on, on that product range and on, on how we, we operate this business, actually... It's a sizable, sizable challenge. So in order to meet that demand, our journey, as Chris has sort of articulated, starts on the far left-hand side as you look at the screen. We procure the products. The patient is obviously at the centre, not, not, not physically, metaphorically speaking. The requirement of the clinicians and of the service providers within the NHS, we understand that. We work with the NHS as part of the NHS to procure, to contract to source supplies. We do a lot of collections, so we have a cross-stock operation as well within the business where we collect from suppliers uh, and cross-stock through our network, and we have a network of operational sites. We do some other stuff around the edges, 
you can be pretty blasé about saying other stuff. So when you look at our home delivery service, we also have a national home delivery service where we deliver prescription-only products, consumable products, to patients' homes. In its own right, that's dealing with something like two to two and a half thousand patient deliveries a day. So what does that mean? Wheels and sheds. So just to give you some sort of view of scale, we have effectively seven physical operating sites with eight operating centres. Our site in Rugby in the centre, site B, has an NDC operation as well and obviously an RDC regional operation. All of our sites stock predominantly all of the products required for the, the customers they serve in the area, which is around about 12,000 stock lines in total. There's some regional variation. We also process through the business, and some of them we handle, and some of them are direct deliveries, around 320,000 non-stock lines as well at any point in time. And as Chris has said, that's about 800 to 1,000 suppliers we're collecting products from. In our network, its own right, we're, we're sort of processing 3,500 inbound pallets per day. That's operated by a fleet of about 180 vehicles across our RDCs and a circa with, with some flex of about 1,200 team members. So when you think about some of the scale and the volume and the activity, these are pretty busy sheds. They're pretty fast turning and there's lots of opportunity for process improvement and development. That wraps up this year's keynote presentation from the NHS supply chain. Our next out-of-office episode reviewing the SHD conference will be up in June. Please do look out for this on the Logistics Podcast channel, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Audioboom. A feature dissecting some of the key themes from the event will be available in the SHD June magazine. Please go to shdlogistics.com to pick up your free monthly subscription. Thank you for listening. Thank you.